Hey, Andrew. Hey, what's up, Riley? Do you want to start a podcast? You know, I've always thought that'd be a good idea, but what would it be about? So, I want to bring you an idea from Ancient Chaos. Um, The podcast equivalent of Minions memes. This is a content. This is what the podcast is about. And so I need you to help me figure out what is the podcast equivalent of the Minion meme. Okay, so... Something enjoyed by our parents. Something enjoyed by our parents. Yeah, the anatomy of a minion meme, it, it's it's three parts. Um, one part is a pithy quote you would find on a graphic tee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are those still like, do those still happen? Graphic tees? Yeah, yeah. I've got a few. <laughs> you okay. sent me one. I've also sent you the anatomy of a minion. Um, I don't need that. Um, I'm good. I'm good on that one. Uh, oh, this has its little minion dong. Thank you for that. Does um, it? Does it? It, it does. Sure it does. Sure does. Um, <laughs> the second thing, um, the secret about a minion meme is that the minion doesn't have to be a minion. It can be uh, any recognizable character, regardless of how it relates to the meme being shared. Mm-hmm. So it's like Bugs Bunny going taxes, huh? Exactly. The mm-hmm. third one is um, it has to be shared on Facebook. Has to originate on Facebook almost. Uh, yeah, I think that like there's no point um, in doing this. Nobody is making the, or maybe they are now, but nobody created this concept to like, you're not going to, you're not going to find like a stitch quilt of a minion saying um no one talked to me before i have my coffee and looking kind of grumpy you know like that no one's doing it for themselves it is all to be shared and to be commodified who do we know where the first minion meme was do we know what ground zero was what patient zero was what minion zero was um i have no idea i'm gonna google the first Minion meme. The bizarre origins of the internet's most persistent meme. Let's see. These are all real. I'm I'm trying to picture in my heart somebody getting on their computer, putting a minion on the board, and they're going, I should put shit up. I'm like, I'm having trouble imagining somebody make a minion meme. Right. Who's the first person that said, like, you know what I need? I'm going to put up a thing uh, that's got, like, a little picture of a minion kind of looking a little shruggy wearing the overalls. And it says, you know my name, not my story. You see my smile, not my pain. You notice my cuts, not my scars. You can read my lips, not my mind. Uh, This is a real minion quote I'm looking at. Um, (laughs) Andrew, I'm reading here this this article. so I think I think that yeah I'm also looking at this article. Okay. I think that part of it um I got it wrong when I said it before. It's not just a pithy quote. It is something that would have been shared on MySpace. Yes. Yeah. I think I think minion memes started because MySpace died. And it took a couple years before Facebook turned into MySpace and I think it's because a lot of us have gotten older from where we were in middle school. Like Mm -hmm. we're no longer in the age when we were on MySpace. Now it's these people are at the age where they're on Facebook, but the behavior doesn't change. Mm -hmm. 
I th- I think that is an accurate read of it. What what year did MySpace die? Was that 2009? When? Doing a lot of Google in this episode. I know. Well, that's because now now we're in it. We're an investigative reporter now. This is this is a like. This is this a true is, crime podcast. This is our serial. The crime is creating minion memes. I'm looking here, and it looks like in the first movie came out in June 2009. Of Despicable Me? Of Despicable yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the first minion movie? Maybe That's Despicable Me? Despicable Me was the movie that made minions. Yeah, yeah, but there's a difference between Despicable Me and the Minions movie. I think the minion movie came later. I'm looking here. Uh, mm-hmm. two, so 2008... 2005 to 2008 is like the peak years of MySpace, and then decline and sale by News Corp was 2008 through 2016. It looks like everyone what... had left by then, like it any lo- real people, but not bands mm-hmm. necessarily. It looks like on what does this say? July 2013, there is a Minions movie uh, Twitter post that says, "Don't judge me. I was born to be true, not perfect." Bah. That that might huh. be that, that might be feels fir- like that fe- that feels hmm. talking minions Twitter that talking feels, minions that feels like it is uh, playing off of the fact that these memes already exist that that feels like a that feels like a brand being like oh we're we're relevant again uh, we can hop on this and then it's tweeting like those memes but I, so that to me it feels like this started up like a month before. Because it had to take time for it to filter in through the through branding. No, because it looks like if you do this person did a search for minions memes around that like the day like around that week and then the week after and the week after the don't judge me I was born to be true not perfect like that was like then minions memes start popping up as we now currently know them. You're telling me this was a brand psyop. This might have been a brand. The sign brand up. did it first, and then we decided, like, we're gonna keep this going. And nowadays, I can pull up Facebook and find a thing with Tweety Bird on it uh, that'll say. So, cut me thinking out of the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see that picture of Bugs Bunny saying, "Lord, forgive me. I'll have to go back to the old me." Yeah, like the the meme of Tweety Bird that's like. Uh, there's only two things I need in my life, wine and silence. <laughs> now, I did leave out the addition on this uh, podcast equivalent of Minions Memes, parenthesis, hard mode, no true crime. We failed hard mode, so... <laughs> Andrew, I, do you have a different suggestion? Sh- shit. Uh, <laughs> huh. Um... <laughs> I thought I had a one pulled up ready to go. Um, fuck. Yeah, okay. I got a podcast ready. Hey, uh, yeah. While we're on the subject, uh, this is from Blast Processing. It says, a, seri- <clears throat> a serial-style true crime investigation about the one time you went to Arby's and they messed up your order. First off, who's going to Arby's? Uh, first off, fuck you. Andrew, no. Arby's, Arby's is good garbage. No, it's the fast food Applebee's. I, I don't know what that means. Look at their menu. Look at their menu and tell they me have what the meats. Almost... No, they have nothing. They have fucking nothing. Arby's I... menu. Googling again. This is the Google search brought to you by Google. 
Look, I'm 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 just going to get ahead ahead of this. I think that fast food's purpose is not to eat food but to taste garbage. That's okay. why like to me the ultimate fast food is Taco Bell. I I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm holding um, with you. I can't I I you want to hear a tragedy? This yeah. is the worst thing that's happened to me this year. Um I have started uh on ADD medicine. Uh, which means that I can't drink caffeine anymore. It means you've ascended, right? Have you ever eaten Taco Bell without Baja Blast? It's not as good. And it's yes, garbage. It's what the I worst. Used, what I used it's to do absolute show, trash. After show choir performances, I would go and get two Crunch Wrap Supremes from Taco Bell, and then I would drive across the street to Steak and Shake and get a chocolate banana side-by-side shake. And that would be my meal. Ice cream and air quotes tacos. That is the most disgusting thing I've. That is, that's the second most disgusting Taco Bell related thing that I've ever heard. Uh, the first one was when I went to order Taco Bell and I said, um, "I'm going to get a Baja Blast. Do you want anything to my fiance?" And she looked back at me uh, with the eyes of a serial killer and said, "No, it's okay. I have milk. I have milk. Milk for tacos or yes, milk, is a milk meal? with Taco Bell." I guess that's kind of like having a milkshake with Taco Bell, so I can't like deny. Me and Sam again are linked. <laughs> Ugh. Um, we're look. We're 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 getting too far ahead of it. I've got a, a weird question. Um, speaking of dunking on my fiance, um, <laughs> do you have uh like a you know people are like yeah I've got like a weird little superpower. Like for me, I have a really good sense of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I Sam has. The opposite of that, which is, um, a very she good sense can, of direction. Well, uh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> but she cannot order food uh, without it getting messed up. <laughs> Sam cannot go through a drive-through. <laughs> she cannot get a GrubHub. <laughs> she can't um, order food without the person on the other end screwing up her order. And it's never. Um, they never forget my food. It is always Sam's burger gets left out. Or Sam doesn't have any fries, or um, it's always hers. God. And we look at the receipt every time, and it's 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 correct. Uh, she just didn't get her food that she ordered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think she's wrong to somebody? I it, I don't know because it's multiple places too. It's not just like this Arby's hates Sam. It's like every fast food restaurant within a two mile radius hates Sam. Do you think there's an anti-Sam whisper network amongst the fast food There chains? might be. <laughs> Do you think she didn't tip, like, a restaurant once, and then that person, <laughs> like, let everyone know? Look, if that's the case, I'm on their side. Because uh, if my fiancé <laughs> forgot to tip, there's the door. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Game over. That's it. That's a deal breaker. So uh, the good news with this with this prompt of a true crime investigation about the time they went to Arby's and they messed up our order, um, I would have multiple seasons worth because anytime that we're like, Sam, we're running low on content, uh, go order a McDouble. And she would come back with like two McChickens and a McFlurry uh, from Arby's. And we'd be like, all right, this will last us a while. <laughs> <laughs> I so, fucking did I tell you so the other in relation to a McDouble because you've activated a memory in my brain I okay. the other day my my wife called me um, as I was on the way home from work 
and she was out with uh, with my brother-in-law, out with her brother, and she was like, uh, hey, uh, do you want burgers for dinner? And I was like, oh my god, yes, burgers sound amazing. Like uh, She's like, oh, do you want, we're out right now, do you want us to get some? I was like, yeah, um, you know, what, like, what do you, like, we can go to, like, Five Guys or something? And she's like, ah, I'm not feeling Five Guys. Like, okay, well, I think there's, like, a, sh- a Shake Shack around here somewhere. And she's like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling Shake Shack. I was like, okay, what do you, what do you, what do you think? And she's like, I kind of want McDonald's. I'm like, you said burgers, right? We're going to McDonald's for bur- burgers? Mm-hmm. What? And she's like, but what do you mean? What? I'm like, who gets a burger from McDonald's when, like, the thing they want is a burger? If you have in your brain, I want a burger, you're picturing McDonald's? I, yeah, it's kind of like, it, it, I was about to come to Mandy's defense, but it is kind of like saying, like, I would like uh, a burrito, time to go to Taco Bell. Yeah, or I would like it, tacos, let's go to Taco Bell. Or yeah, I don't, it, it, it is, it is, if you are going to a fast food place of that quality, in that tier... You go because I want McDonald's. Like you said, I want trash. I want McDonald's. I, I want Pizza Hut. I want Taco Bell. You don't go because you want the thing that they are ostensibly making. I have had moments, though, where I'm just like, I think I kind of want a burger. And then I look at, like, the burger options around me. And then I say, actually, what I really want are, like, oversalted fries and a a a disc of straight salt and fat. Um, <laughs> I do actually want McDonald's, not a burger. But that um, changes the way you present it. Right. Yeah, but I sometimes you don't realize it till you till you're partway through looking mm-hmm. at what your options are. Sometimes you think you want burger, but it turns out you just want McDonald's. I'm actually I'm I'm whipping right back around. This is we've you turned the U turn. I'm defending mm-hmm. your wife. <laughs> you're doing donuts in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm McDonald's. just spinning rapidly in the parking lot, saying <laughs> like she's guilty, she's innocent. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! What were we talking about? I have a different uh, suggestion if we don't got it. I was going to say, we're talking about starting a podcast. What do you got for me? Andrew, Sarah McClintlock, our good friend Sarah McCostumes, our good, our good friend, mm-hmm. says, Andrew Sherman and Riley Hopkins' podcast. That's the I don't title. understand. The title is the Andrew Sherman and Riley Hopkins podcast, which I don't I want understand. To kind of, That's what we're trying to figure out. I want to, kind of, well, I want to, I want to innovate on this a little bit. I want you okay. to do... The Andrew Sherman Riley Hopkins show. Okay, does that not change it, change it in your mind to to be like this is the the name is handled. This is simply the Andrew Sherman and Riley Hopkins show. This is you you know what you're getting and you're getting the two of us. That's all you need. So this changes it from being we anything. need a subject to we are the subject. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's the best way of wording it. Uh. This changes it to being like, uh, we are interviewing someone, but nobody is coming because they want to see that someone. They're coming because they want to see me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, obviously. But like, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're, tur- we're turning this into a Conan, except... I'm, I'm the guy standing off to the side who, like, cackles at your jokes and the uh, the camera cuts to me every once in a while. You think you're my Andy Richter? I'd rather not be that. I think I'm a better partner than that. Here's the thing. I don't think Conan's funny. <gasps> I think I'm maybe your quest love. <laughs> oh, I was I was touched that you think that I'm the Conan in this situation, and that you're the cackling behemoth that sits next to him. I, I I do. I think that we have that dynamic. I think we I think I think it works. And and I think that like I like this expanding out to to this is the the late the late show starring Andrew and Riley. 
So this is this becomes uh, we just do like maybe this is even a nightly podcast. Uh, we are doing the 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 late night show thing mm. of uh, we're that thing that comes on every day. Are we always funny? Eh. Are we always there? Yep. Because uh, night shows are dead. Night shows are fucking dead. No one I, cares about them. It, YouTube does. Uh, I do get little clips from Seth Meyers' show every once in a while. I think I think the idea of being of them being dead is overstated because uh, people watch them. Like mm-hmm. NCIS is the most watched show on television, even though That's like true. Netflix and Hulu exists. Like, uh, there's so you know there's an audience for everything. Is there a way to revive night shows for the the modern audience, not the people who because there are people who grew up with night shows will always watch night shows. We want to get a new audience hooked on our brand of night show. So that's what we're doing. We're we're yeah. we're starting up the podcast every night. We're going to do a quick little interview mm-hmm. thing. Uh, we'll have five minutes with three different celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to get into anything deep? No, uh, no one wants that. Uh, we're just going to go on, uh, call someone on, and say like, "Hey, uh, heard you ripped your pants the other night on SNL, uh, Lil Nas X. How'd that go?" And he'd say, "Yeah, it sucked. Uh, I ripped them <laughs> right in half." And I'd say, "Great. Do you want to sing your new song?" And he would say, "Sure, do." Um, and then that would be it. Uh, that's but- all you need. Are are you a music guy, Andrew? If I ask you a question about a band, would you have any answer? Uh, probably not. But hit me. Who what, like the thing is like Jimmy Fallon's got the roots. Uh, um, fucking a different guy used to have the drummer for the E Street Band from sure. Bruce Springsteen. But like, I think that's Jay Leno. Who is our band? Because like the thing about having a night show is we get to have a band. We get to have a live band here with us. Yeah, and it's always it's a better band than it has any right to be. Oh, absolutely! It's what are you doing here? Like, yeah, you... <laughs> exactly. It's like why the fuck is Questlove like chained to? Is it Jimmy? Is yeah. Questlove yeah. with Jimmy Fallon? It's the entire roots. That's yeah. the roots that yeah. are tied to Jimmy Fallon. And yeah. like it's 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 because like, oh, you know what sucks? Touring. You know what's nice? Getting paid twenty thousand dollars a night and some shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, like, what's a band that we want to tie down to us? Uh, Dave Grohl. Interesting. Interesting. I, fe- I feel like we could, I feel like in five years we could get Dave Grohl. In five years we could get Dave Grohl to do the 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 band for our night show podcast. I feel like uh, bands right now are like, boy, it sucks that everything shut down due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have two years where they're like, hell yeah, we can finally tour again. And then after that, they're going to be like, God, I forgot how much I actually hated that. Mm-hmm. And so Dave Grohl, who's been in five different incredible bands, is going to be like, I'm ready to settle down. And we're mm-hmm. going to say, come be our quest love. And so we'll just like Dave. Grohl. So in this situation, I want you to picture this fully in your mind. I want you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. We, you and I have a studio together. Yes. We both have microphones. We're sitting there. Dave Grohl is not at the same table with us, but it's at a separate table with the rest of the, 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 what was once the Foo Fighters and is now the Shermanites or whatever. Sure. <laughs> and like, we'll be telling jokes and then like, they'll start playing music behind us as we're talking. Mm-hmm. This rules. This... It's, wait, look, wait, wait. It's, here it is. It's not the Sherman. He doesn't have the Foo Fighters with him. You know who he's got with him? That's that? Tenacious D. Shit. It's Dave Grohl and Tenacious D. Dave as Grohl the and Tenacious D. Holy shit. For our night show. No, it's it's truly one of those things. Um, I, someone said once that like the worst thing about comedy and being a comedian is that like 
the only good job in comedy is working for SNL. And -hmm. it's the least funny you can be as a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like music's the same way. The best job you can get in music is like either having the same show that you do every night in Vegas Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or working for Conan O'Brien. Working for a late show. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I, I I think that is true, and I think That's, that we say Dave. I think we say Dave, uh, uh, Dave, Jack, other guy in Tenacious D, um, Kyle, Kyle. His name is Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, uh, you're our guys for this. Uh, this is your job. If you want to do stuff in the background while you're like living your life, feel free. Uh, but like, just know that you need to be here at eight p.m. every night. Mm-hmm. Eight p.m. every night, and just you know, be here for thirty minutes. Just fucking jam. And then mm-hmm. go continue doing whatever. Here's uh, here's ten thousand dollars because obviously we're getting paid network money. We've been picked up by a network at this. Point. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're yeah we're uh, we're definitely doing them a favor. Mm-hmm. This is this is the kind of thing we're doing. Okay, okay they just okay. have to look at it the right way. Now now I'm looking at this Andrew Sherman Riley Hopkins podcast show, the the night show. Um, what I want to what I want to think about is some some segments because every every night show has like they they do the monologue at the beginning, so you're gonna have to get really good at monologuing. Mm-hmm. And then they do like a segment and a half. They do an interview, segment and a half, interview, segment, music. Well, Riley, a couple episodes ago, I started our program by telling a like two minute story uh, where I used the fact that I trim my nose hairs now as a metaphor Mm -hmm. for podcasting. And Mm -hmm. some people in our audience and half of our podcast hosts got that joke. So I think I got monologuing covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like a thinking man's uh, uh, monologuer. I get we're, it. You're like... We're we're not Jimmy Fallon. I'm not sitting here cackling at all my own jokes. Mm-hmm. I want to be the Stephen Colbert. I want to be the Stephen Colbert who wants to pretend he's bringing a bit of class to the subject. Yeah, and see, and this is like we're going to be aiming higher because like we can't fail as much as any night show host. Exactly. <laughs> we are going to be better than any of them and that this is great. So so I think one segment is uh uh do you want to start a podcast? It's 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 us looking back at this and it's us going back mm-hmm. and forth doing like a 3 minute episode of the podcast minds that way you can really churn out all the filler, get just the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh we we do that and the audience goes wild for it uh, cuz just the camera cuts back and forth it's between the classic us. classic bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is what they started on. And like and I think a visual element to this. I it would be funny to me, I think. We do need to we need to have a visual element so that we can get more views on YouTube than we do on network television. What if we what if we filmed a video ad for the podcast minds? Hmm. Like what would that like because we, we have the start. We have the, the, hey, Andrew, do you want to start a podcast? Yeah, but what would it be about? Like, we have that. And that, like, you can see that in your brain. You can see what mm-hmm. that looks like in your brain. And, like, I think the next part is, like, an animation thing of, like, I was thinking of a, and then it pans out and you see, like, a drawing of, like, what I am describing behind me. And then it pans out behind you as you're describing something else. And this is our video ad for the Andrew and Riley show. And for the podcast minds, for, for the podcast minds segment, we uh, we put on little funny hats in our in our uh, on our night show, and we go in. We 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 have like a live actors, maybe a drunk history type setup, but live, and they have to <laughs> play out what we're explaining. Okay, so I'm seeing like a progressive commercial here. 
Mm-hmm. We're a little bit progressive you're, commercial, and that's you're and describing that's a, every commercial I see today, which isn't many because I like to live my life as free from ads as I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the the trick is, Andrew, it's us doing it, so it's good. We can sell to our audience. Speaking of selling to our audience, I do want to step back from this bit for a second uh-huh. and say, "Hey, what is it about me that anytime someone's like, hey, what is what is your what?" Let's name a show after you. What does like your show look like? I go, oh, I sell out as hard as possible. <laughs> that is the person, the part of you that uh, realizes that money dictates every section of your life, and uh, having more of it means that you would not be held hostage by living. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good part of me. <laughs> Okay, that's a, that's what we call funny. I funny don't know if joke I, in the business. I, I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. So I need to hit you with a different idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, sounds good. This this one came in from our friend Alex Keswick at Cello Buster, mm-hmm. and I do want to say off the bat, I don't know how much uh, mileage we're gonna get out of uh, talking about this as a podcast idea. But mm-hmm. it is a very funny thing, so I'm going to steal their joke and say it on the podcast mind so mm-hmm. it gets out to more people. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but they said a podcast that calculates how much damage Fabio would have taken if he'd been hit in the face with animals other than a goose while riding a roller coaster. Who's Fabio? Okay, they go on to link a thing and say, I know this happened before 2000, so just in case you don't know what I'm talking oh. about, here's a link. Click. Uh, Fabio was like a supermodel. Um, he was a, uh, like he was killed by a goose. He was not killed by a goose. He was on a roller coaster. And as he's going around a curve, a goose came out of nowhere and smashed him in the face. Look at this picture where everyone's laughing around him and his face is covered in blood. I want to, uh, I want to pause you. You said, uh, he was killed by a goose. No, (laughs) in fact, he killed the goose. His face is covered. The goose did not survive impact with Fabio's face. (laughs) What happened? Why? They posted that picture three times. It's the same picture, Andrew. Uh huh. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, obviously a goose, pretty big. Goose weighs like, what, 15 pounds probably? Uh, I feel like it would be more, but I have no... I I, 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 can, ju- I can judge time. I can't judge weights or distances. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're going to say 15 through 25 pounds. Sure. And so that is big enough also that it's dispersed across your face. Most it's going to do is break your nose. Uh, apparently. If it's going to be a smaller bird, I think we run into the danger of death. Because that's a more concentrated target. You know what I mean? That is a smaller point that you're hitting. You you're think... Not, you, you can't broadside a raven. You think that Fabio uh, got lucky that the bird was so big that it displaced the impact. Mm-hmm. It spread the impact across his nose and his face. Instead of being like a... Like you got nothing but claws and teeth. <laughs> claws and beak. Stabbing see, you in the face and you're see, dead. You, you think you, your brain. You think Fabio's going down this roller coaster and uh, uh, a finch, sw- uh, a finch is flying by, and mm-hmm. you think that this finch is going to be like a leaf in a tornado that just mm-hmm. like slices Fabio in twain. If you throw a basketball at your face, it's going to hit you in the face. 
if you throw like a dart at your face, game over. A finch could take out your eye. A goose could not. I feel like a goose could. A Sidebar, goose, used a as goose a could definitely do enough damage to take out an eye. But, but I do but agree with what you're saying in concept. Yes. Like, if the goose hit... And again, we're assuming that he broadsided this goose. But if, so, like, the goose was heading head-on, if you got hit with the goose as more of a spear, sphere, spear, instead of, like, a blunt force of the body, that could also go straight through. So our scientific opinion on this show is that the only thing that this would have happened to would have been a it would have been a goose if he had hit a smaller animal he would be dead due to like uh uh not blunt force trauma but like uh critical hit damage yeah <laughs> yeah and smaller birds can crit easier than bigger birds meanwhile like also- if he hit a bigger animal if there'd somehow been uh, a, a donkey catapulted from a nearby cannon that happened to cross paths right there. Uh, Fabio's just obliterated as well. Yeah, just just absolutely annihilated. Absolutely destroyed. The goose is the perfect idea of what animal can hit your face and die while not <laughs> killing you. That's your... Mm-hmm. This was I, Fabio's I th- mortal enemy and the goose did not survive the fight. I think this is true because also like... We we assume so Fabio is moving faster than the goose. The goose is going laterally. Like draw this out. Like the, like here's a little sound effect. Imagine a blueprint behind me. Mm-hmm. Fabio is going down a path and crossing that path long ways. Intersecting with it is the goose. The goose and the Fabio hit. Fabio is moving faster than the goose. Goose dead. I think maybe that's the secret. Is like the speed also has something to do with it. Cause every time I've seen a bird beef it due to hitting something fast, it's cause that thing was going faster than it. Randy Johnson throwing that pitch that destroyed mm-hmm. that bird. That ball is going faster than that bird. Yeah. I was Bobby, on a, uh, when I was in fifth grade, my class went on a field trip and, uh, we heard a thud and looked up and there was a bird sized splat on the front window with a couple of feathers stuck to the, the windshield. Damn. And we were like, ah, okay. Uh, that used to be a bird. Um, so, yeah, we were definitely going faster than that bird, and we let it know. Mm-hmm. So, maybe the secret is we need a faster bird that would have killed Fabio. If you now, can beat the speed of something, so even if you're going in a different direction, if you're going faster, you have more force. You've got more strength. So, maybe if it's like a peregrine falcon, it could have taken his face off. So, that's not always true, because I know if... Uh... If I'm driving down the street as fast as I can and uh, my buddy in the passenger seat sticks his hand out the window and high fives a stop sign right as I'm like blazing through it because I drive like a maniac, um, the hand is gone. But you and your, but the see, here's the thing that stop sign's also moving that 45 miles an hour in your direction. You know what I mean? Like, as you hit it, like you are right, both so is the hitting bird. at that 45. So that's the thing. The bird has its own speed value. The bird is not like taking a different value. It, it is coming at an angle. You have to, you have to, you have to trust me on this one, Andrew. I'm not going to explain my math, but it's good. Hmm. <laughs> two birds leave the station at exactly two fifty. One traveling sixty miles an hour, and the other traveling twenty. Fabio is in the middle of a roller coaster, going down it. Those birds will intersect at the same time. How far away are each of the train stations? 
this has turned into homework so i need to hit i i need us to go to a different uh a different podcast idea this is a suggestion from uh from dana at author x uh you know i heard if your podcast co-host is 15 minutes late you're legally allowed to leave and they can't mark you absent what is the latest that you wait for uh for a show to happen <laughs> if you've booked a show to happen at a time and you have not heard from somebody what is the latest you wait um that's a weird question because i live in front of my computer so like after like after like two minutes i will send a like so okay this is your your suggestion this is a podcast where we are um someone else is hosting and we are coming in I guess ostensibly, yes, this is a podcast. So, I was curious about your sure, actual we'll, process. We'll we'll get to the podcast bit in a second. But you're asking if I'm the guest on a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I will send a I'm here message like right at the time we're supposed to meet. If mm-hmm. I haven't, if I haven't like beforehand already set this up, I will. Mm-hmm. That's the latest I will do is say I'm here. I will. I will a hour before showtime. I will message the podcast host going, "Hey, we still on for an hour from now," and yeah. then. Five minutes before, I'm like, I'm ready when you are. See, the difference is that you have to do that because there's a chance they're on Eastern time and they say, we're on for right now. And you say, great, because I'm here. (laughs) A little bit. I am stupid. I'm calling calling you out. Uh, But (laughs) no, you're you're right. I will send send the preeminent like, hey, you know, I I don't typically say, are we still on for today? Um, Are we still on to me is like. I don't know. We we scheduled this in a Google calendar. We should both know that we're on for today. And as the guest, I'm not the one that needs to confirm that this is happening. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just a diva, but like I, I'm not in charge of your podcast, making sure it gets recorded. Um, <laughs> I unfortunately am a bit of a diva and I, and I will I will <laughs> I will take the steering wheel if I feel like it is not being held. I look your podcast isn't my podcast, so if uh whatever we're getting i'm getting lost in the weeds on this one but like uh you know you're the one that needs to make sure your podcast happens if your podcast doesn't happen that's no sweat off my back uh it's a little bit of annoyance but like there's not like i have to scramble to get a podcast together um but for me to get back to the original question um after like two minutes i would i so after two minutes uh, i don't message anything because i'm frantically looking at my like google calendar and stuff to make sure that like i didn't get it wrong um and stuff like just you know because that's on me um once i've confirmed that that's the case and it's usually by like 308 if we're recording at three um then i send a message and say hey uh i am here did i are we meeting somewhere else did i not get a memo that we're doing a skype call or a google hangout or a zoom chat um (laughs) if i I would say if I ever meet somebody who's done a Zoom chat for their podcast, I will strike them down. And then I'm realizing I, I, I've i been on a podcast that recorded with Zoom, so I have to be quiet. I've done Zoom. I've done Skype. I've done a couple of, like, proprietary podcasting services that never seem like they're any better than just a Discord call. But what do I know? Um, I've done a bunch. Uh but at that point, um, if they don't message me back, I 
I, I live in front of my computer, so I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm never like I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that point, I'm kind of stopped. I've never. My problem is I've never like had this happen, so I've never set a boundary for me. But Oof. I feel like if I'm ten to ten to fifteen minutes after and you haven't messaged me back, like um, game's over. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, like it is one of those things where like I do kind of feel like if you've booked me for half an hour and then like 15 minutes later you're like ah we're here and ready um there's a bit of me that's like well they know i'm not like quote unquote doing anything for the next 15 minutes so i can't really say like i'm not at my computer right now um but it's never happened to me so i can't really say that i've ever like had to flaunt power or anything like that (laughs) had to flex yeah (laughs) yeah Maybe this is a more this is a more interesting question on podcasting because I don't know if there's a joke here outside of the the subject. So I want to hit you with something else. Okay, horny on Main Street. A suggestion from Scott Paladin. <sighs> Riley, I need to jump back because uh, we did get away from. We talked about us being divas and guesting on other shows, but we never turned that into a podcast. And we're here to mine these uh, these things for for content. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm here to take tweets from our audience and turn them into content so that I get the glory. Uh, okay. So we need to figure out the how long do you wait for a podcast podcast. Um, I think this is a social experiment. Okay. Uh, you know how like YouTube videos are like, it's just a prank, bro? Uh, that's going to be our podcast. What we're okay. going to do is pretend to set up, like we're going to start recording soon, and we're going to set up... Um, <laughs> first, we need to develop a fake Zoom app. Uh that people can think is muted but isn't we'll call it zoom zoom yeah so we're so we'll need to do app development uh but once uh-huh. zoom is Easy. up and running what we'll do is we'll call people and say hey um thank you so much for guesting on the show um riley and i need to take care of something real quick uh but we'll get started really soon and they'll say great that sounds good um and then we will both mute our microphones which will work mm-hmm. um and then ours we do work. Ours, our muting does. Uh, and then we sit and wait and we record everything that they do um, <laughs> and say until they hang up. <laughs> uh, this is our social experiment prank podcast. <laughs> what if we burned every single bridge possible in the podcasting industry? I feel like we hit this point many different episodes where we fucking we're just like what if we hey what if we jokered this whole fucking thing (laughs) what if we just fucking went wild what if a podcast was saw (laughs) do you want a podcast (laughs) you'll see before you two tabs (laughs) <laughs> One is open to time.is. The other is a podcast recording. And then they have to click the button at the right time. That's the saw puzzle. Yeah. And if they don't, then a, a, a big bear trap eats their ears or something. I, I think know. that's how saw works. I don't know for sure. Why do we talk about saw so fucking much if neither of us like it? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Just an old real estate in my fucking brain, dude. I I just love the idea that there's a horror franchise about a little gremlin man who hooks people up to traps, even if I never want to see it. 
That's I Robotnik. Think that that, that's Dr. Robotnik from Sonic. It des- it that's all he does is he makes traps for Sonic the Hedgehog, and he traps birds in little boxes. And he's just, Mr. Sonic, if you would like to save the animals, you will have to run through my maze of terror. You like to run fast, Sonic. Let's see if you'll run for others. Like, or some shit. Like, that's all he is. It's nothing. Uh, yeah, but what if that guy, uh... Look the, like a the, silly clown? What if he looked like a little silly funny clown? So the th- the the I can't believe I'm about to say these this these four words. The beauty of Saw is that the people that he targets are bad people, which makes us feel good about the fact that these bad things are happening to them. Isn't that the plot of Death Note? It's the plot of everything. <laughs> It's like Dexter. That's Death Note. It's whatever fucking like we. He's a good guy. He's a bad guy, but he kills other bad guys, and so he's a good Look, guy. Like, American culture is all about what if there was a guy who uh, did bad things, but he did them to bad people, so we can feel better about the fact that he's doing them. Because mm-hmm. um, we all that's, like bad that's things, the only right? story that America. It, it's the only story that America tells because it's the one that we do around the globe. God, we can't. How are we? I feel like we're getting further from an exit to this podcast. As we speak. <laughs> this has been my episode of Andrew's Politics Corner. Uh, you can find me and Jigsaw on Twitter at <laughs> the real Papa John. At real Papa John. Hi ho. Hi ho. God. <laughs> and now this segment would end and our band would play like Dave Grohl would play the and who's that it's Jesse Eisenberg coming in wow <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs>